0: Hello, Modern Catholics. How are you today? My name is Matthias, and with me today is Daniel Valentiner.
1: Hello to all of our
0: listeners. Today's topic is about churches and if churches should be open during the lockdown. So, general question to you, Daniel. Should churches be open?
1: Well... Even though it's my, not my decision, uh, they try to go by the numbers and whether we're in the right position to do it or not. Uh, I'll answer that thinking of where we are right now. Apparently, cases went up and the authorities are trying to not have gatherings. Uh, in my point of view, sh- churches should not be open right now. Um I would like them to be open, and if they were open, I will be going, but uh, I don't think they should be open. Um, And it's not the church is necessary, what is called the service is necessary, but I think that there's ways to reach uh, to that service right now, especially with technology. It's not the same, it's not as fulfilling, but uh, I think we can bite the bullets, or speak, and, and do it. Um, do I like it? No, but I, I do not think that the churches should be open. What about you? Do you think they should be open right now, or, or different kind of open, maybe?
0: Um, I think the way we are going right now is good, because to apply the same rules to everybody, is, my opinion, should always happen on the government side, and I think that's right now the case. We shouldn't be like have an extra rule because just we are called a church service. I think it's important that we stick to the rules. And right now we just can't have big gatherings, and that's a fact. And we have to come to the conclusion that we can't do church services right now. And what's important to me is that the funerals can happen, and something like this funerals, weddings very small, but they can happen at least. And I think that's important to people that kind of life goes a little bit on even in lockdowns and in COVID times that they still can do the necessities of life. And especially funerals are important because you want to say goodbye, especially to near family. And I think it's important that they left this open, even though very restricted, but they left it open.
1: I don't know if it's completely fair though that that's the only thing um there are measurements like having the supermarkets with less aisles with just essential stuff, but having aisles closed that does the density of people per space will be higher, so what's the point uh, you're 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 in if anywhere you have enough space as a church so even though, yes, I believe they should be closed in the way they're closed right now, having them some, only for events. I, I don't think it's been very fair of how things are open or not. Uh, when the churches were open uh, for a while during the not lockdown or semi pandemic or however you want to call it, there was a couple per pew. And really, that's a lot of stuff social distancing is way more than you'll ever get in a supermarket. It's way more than you'll ever get sometimes in the park and sidewalk. So i um, I, again, I agree with you. It should, it should not be open right now. And it's good that they have the events that are important. However, I don't think it's completely fair. I, I don't think it's completely fair. It's just, uh, it's not applied the same. And I was, uh, there was, uh, this, uh, it's not the education ministry minister. One of the ministers for the cabinet of the of the premier actually, and they were saying, and she was saying, "Oh, you know, there's a big factor on on on, on religious gatherings, and that's why people get uh, infected." But uh, if you check the data, there's no hotspots or no um, breakouts from from religious gatherings so uh, although I understand that the data supports uh, having no big gatherings I don't think it's being treated fairly though. I, I really don't.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting what new opportunities were or came out of this lockdown and everything. For example, we um, I heard from outdoor church or car like even car church like sit in the car and have a mass service in a parking lot or something like that yes drive-in or drive-in communion that's something which is allowed and I think for people who like for who it is important to get communion every Sunday which I totally understand it's good that there are these opportunities and new things are going to happen I just thought like in the winter it was not possible to do anything outdoors And I I hope maybe in the summer, even if the cases are not dropping radically, that we can do at least have outdoor gatherings. And I think what's important, as you said, is just like also to work on how you really get infected. And if the church, which is such a big building, like there is a lot of air around and everything, and you have a lot of distance, I don't know if there is really such a big impact on the numbers from the churches. I don't think so, but it's important. I think from the church's side of being responsible for society that to show that it's important right now to keep physical distance, not together and stuff like that. Like they have this responsibility as a role model in society to right now obey these general rules. I think.
1: Sort of if the church is complying, uh, that lead people to comply. Oh, they're doing it. We should be doing it as well. Yes. Also, it gave us this opportunity of this wonderful names for new things. You said what? Uh, car church, was it? Car yeah, church? Yeah, or and drive-in, and drive-in. Drive-in. communion? Who came up with this stuff? It's amazing. Like... Driving communion. Also, you're right. It gave us flexibility. Uh, Church of the institution is not known by their flexibility. That's true. (laughs) So having something new like that, uh, a mass online. I I never in my life saw mass online, except a couple of times in the TV from Vatican or something that uh, the Pope was given a special mass and maybe you'll see it on the TV. But my grandma... She used to, she liked to go to church every day, but eventually she couldn't. So she will watch it at, at TV, but I, I never did. If I go to church every Sunday, what's the point? But now there's all these flexible things to do. You say church uh, uh, service outside. There, there was an episode from The Simpsons, I remember, Simpsons TV show, that they decided to do a wedding outside, and the priest was all uh jittery saying why are we doing here this here and the in nature when we have to be in the house of god not it's this hellish place and also it's the middle of trees you know it's supposed to be mm-hmm. where god is at uh, yeah but yeah it gives us it forced flexibility on the church i think and i
0: have to say the whole connection of service and church I I think sometimes it's nice to see, as you say, these new opportunities. I think one of my favorite masses I ever had, they all were outside. Like, for example, World Youth Day, because you cannot just pack 2 million, 3 million people in a church building, but you can do it always outside. Like, even though you don't see the Pope at all because he's like (laughs) at the other like 50 football fields away. You at least know that he is there and you see him on screens and everything. But it's it's a nice feeling to be outside or in the mountains we when we had our camps and everything, like we always had them on the mountain tops and then to look over the mountains and to have this feeling is also very interesting and a cool experience, I have to say.
1: Just like when Jesus thought in the in the lake, right? Eventually, he he went into a boat when the multiplying of the bread and fishes was teaching from a boat. And if you think about it, that's sort of an example of an opportunity that presented. He was just teaching everybody and he decided, well, there's a lot of people. The historians say something like 5,000. And okay, let's just jump into a boat and have a little look. I imagine it was a good view when they were doing it and you know, feeling close to nature. But that also brings the question, if, if it's so good having opportunities to do things outside the church as a place, as a physical place, as a building, then let's say the pandemic is over. Is there even a point in going all back inside the building of the church? Is this is still relevant? Is it still... The main thing, will it still be needed? I think we have to ask ourselves that. That's actually the point. Yeah, especially
0: I think something which is kind of in the undertone here is the church building, when you go inside, it's really just made for this purpose. There are pews in there which you cannot really move and you can just sit down and that's it. And I saw some interesting concepts from modern churches where you have, for example, rolling pews and you can make a triangle out of that or a circle. So the altar is in the middle and you are around the altar or you also have a community center in there because you can utilize it for different things. For example, they had kind of a soup kitchen for people there which live on their own and missing other people so the church the real church where normally was the sunday mass um, was functioning into a dinner table for people and that's also something churches utilize here in toronto for example our saint patrick's church they have a nice church hall which is used for out of the cold for example where people sleep but also for other gatherings festivities and all kinds of things
1: yeah it's uh the church the parts or buildings attached to the church where you can do other stuff uh they they have that functionality it, now i don't know if that triangle thing with the pews will work like movable pews i'll be just going in circles the entire time and never paying attention to anything so i don't know how, how good will that be for my uh inner uh, praying and concentration. Uh, It's also, it gives you a sense of tradition, um, having a place that you go to, that you have to concentrate, just like the work from home, uh, many people are forced to do now, and many people love it, but some others say, you know what, I prefer to be in a place where it's just for that, or um, it's hard to work from home sometimes where you have kids, and, uh, you, there are things to attend so sometimes a place a building where you only use it for that purpose it helps you in your brain time your concentration and, and yeah maybe this is the opportunity to understand that it doesn't have to have a single function as you said it can be used other things it's good to have a church hall but you know the, there are places they're smaller they don't have one it's only the church and the and the house where the priest le- sleeps and and that's it. So it's a good way of thinking, yeah, let's use the the church building itself or other have other activities there which are well within what the church is supposed to do or, or we're supposed to do. Um yeah. I so think-
0: I think especially like the traditions which are connected to not only the church, but also you can go to every Catholic church around the world and you will have the same mass. Of course, you will not have the same mass mass because languages are different and maybe also some songs and stuff are different. But the liturgy is everywhere basically the same. And that's something you are kind of like that's a nice thing about being catholic that everywhere you go the same rules apply kind of thing and that's also what people connect to the building of the church i think that there is this kind of steady thing which is always like it's going to be the same they make small changes ever every now and then like at the last vatican council for example where were big changes but besides that you can go anywhere and Yeah, you can trust that you will get the service you're
1: used to. I think you hit the nail on the head on that one. That was exactly my experience when I immigrated to Canada. Many things were very different. Uh, Yes, I did speak the language, but things were so different. But when you go inside churches, basically the same. Mass was basically the same, followed the same order, same liturgies. Some of them I knew by heart, so even if I didn't understand the words, I knew what they were talking about. So yeah, that that's actually very spot on. That was exactly the experience. So it's a comfort thing. Uh, it will be also, once this thing goes over with the pandemic and they open back up, it's one of those activities that you uh, could not used to do and sort of give for granted, then you cannot do it anymore. So now it's the comfort, that okay, it's more normal. Uh, in a way, I actually yeah I had the same experience. It was a uh, sort of standard, yeah. you know. And standard, I think that one in Chinese and Chinese convenience stores. That's were the only two things that were standard all over the world.
0: Yeah, and, and I think the
1: Chinese convenience stores. Uh, that's also comforting too.
0: Yes, and I think this love for this traditional aspect and also the part parts of the ritual and all kinds of things do not certainly have to put you in a category of being a more progressive catholic or a more conservative catholic it's more of a thing that like people enjoy just and even i know some people who are not really interested in christianity and faith but they kind of like the tradition and the old buildings and the whole aspect of um having a rhythm to do something and having a uh, The community also participating, you know, with answering during the prayers and all kinds of things. And as you said, when you immigrate to Canada or some kind of country, like I also did for one year, uh, you still answer to the priest, but of course in your language. And it's kind of awkward because... Uh, everybody else does something different and you have to think about oh what did i say wrong but <laughs> as you said it's it's nice and comforting yeah comforting to feel home home in a sense of knowing what's going on right now because when you go somewhere new that's something which brings you totally out of the concept that so many things are bothering you because they are new they are not bad but they're just new and without any yeah, pressure in church It's just a comforting feeling to feel home and to feel welcome.
1: Yeah, and even the answers that you give, even though you give it in a different language, they're usually right. As long as you give it at the same at the time that it's supposed to, you kind of know where to stand and when not to stand. The hat thing was ha- hard to get used to because it's cold here so you can come into church with a hat. Uh, you cannot do that back home. That's one of the things I had to get used to. But minutia in a Small things like that is the only thing that changed, but overall, it's the same thing. So yeah, it's one of the many reasons why the the church uh, building itself is important. Now, will you ever see the church going fully virtual in any place?
0: Uh, I, I think I don't think that's going to happen because some people, as you said, your grandma it was the same for me my grandparents also watched that on Sundays just like they didn't even always watch the Catholic mass they also watch sometimes which is also an interesting aspect because now you can choose even easier and they were Catholics all of their life but then you know they switched on the wrong channel and they watched the another nomination like Protestants or something and they were also happy um, but that's a whole different topic and I think going virtually is not an option. Uh, people like being in the building as we said bef- be- before and the reasons before. And um, I think it's just, there is not the real need there because you, there are many churches everywhere, like in our civilizations and you can go to church not far away. And you also like to meet the people there. And I think of course you can meet new people online but it's never the same if you meet somebody in person and it feels way more direct and it's a way nicer thing and I I think if we would describe what we are doing with the whole virtual thing to Jesus right now like you know there's always this thinking is Jesus with us right now and would we tell him what's going on right now I don't know if he would be that uh, happy if everybody would do it all the time you know what I mean
1: Yes. Yes. Also, there's a, there's a, there's a service part of it that you can just don't do online. Uh, there's a, the program in the St. Patrick Street Patrol, for example. There's no way you can do that online. Well, maybe in the future, if the robots are a thing, you can have <laughs> your face in a screen and you know you deliver stuff from a robot. But you need some sort of physical presence, and in many many of the service uh, activities. It's not just what you're doing; it's the fact that you're there. So, years ago, I used we used to sing, sing and play instruments for uh, songs and a little band for my family, and we used to go to retirement homes run by nuns. There were the in that city there were three that we visited often. And you know, we brought some snacks and and, and did a an hour long concert. Um, yes, they enjoyed the music, and we purposely picked stuff from like a hundred years before, so everybody liked it. But also, the fact that we were there, some some of this, uh, some of the people there, they, they either didn't have no one or or, or very or they get not visited often, so. Just have a reason to talk to someone different, not the same people that were there. Just the fact that you were there made a difference. And what's what's the church or the building, if not a place where you're gonna bring service? And part of the service is the company, so you should not it's not that you can't, but if you should not go virtual, otherwise you lose what the the main activity or part yeah, it's amazing that we have the flexibility now but going full virtual is just it should not be i believe it should not be it's not it's, it's not the way to go about it, it then now be nice actually in summer to have a big reunion of uh, if it's allowed not even in the building but outside and a lot of people i don't know if it's possible this summer if it is i would but I would love to, and I also think that we will see. If it wasn't for the pandemic, maybe the virtual stuff would have crept in more. But the fact that we have it so long, for so often—not just in church, but every aspect of, their li- of our life—I think once the things are liberated, people is gonna flock to to gatherings, whatever type it is, uh, gatherings, including mass and in church activities uh, or i i know i will and I'm, I'm pretty sure people would do would you like as soon as the restrictions are lifted will you go and do the stuff they weren't able to do or would you be like squimish for a couple months
0: I, I thought about this a few times like if there's going to be this day where like everybody's on the street and it's going to be like a party for one week and everybody's happy and stuff like that but I to be honest I don't really see how we are going out of this without having like a transition which is again going to be a burden for us and I mean this like some people you know have this day in mind as I said like where everybody's going crazy like when the raptors run or something like that you know where (laughs) the streets are full and people are so enthusiastic about life and there's going to be this nice atmosphere and everything to be honest, right now I don't think that there is going to be this day X. I think there's going to be, of course, a time after this pandemic, no question. But I don't think like it's going to smoothly transition transition over into that. Because as we can see right now, with the new variants and all kinds of things, it's going to take a little bit longer. And it's yeah, slowly Maybe we're getting our lives back. And yeah, when we're getting our lives back, it's important to me, of course, to have gatherings and to meet people and also to go to church and have real service in person.
1: So everybody who's listening, please listen to Matthias' uh, point of view because I think it's very sensible, it's very wise because the moment that the government says the restrictions are lifting, me personally, I'm going to run and I'm going to try to hug everybody, I see if they don't say it's harassment. So listen to Matthias. He knows what he's talking about. Don't 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 just go running as soon as you think it's okay.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And if you see me in public you can have me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying uh a German descent is not gonna go to a big gathering after a party? I highly doubt. It. I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. It's, uh, it's in the genes. Again, our listeners have wasted a perfectly good 20 minutes of their life by listening to us. If you like what you heard today, check us out at ignite-canada.ca, that is ignite-canada.ca, where you can also find a ton of their cool stuff and information. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Ignite Young Adult Ministry. And may the force of the Lord be with you.